Street Fighters, thanks for tuning in. We are glad you're here. It is Wednesday night. That's when we record Street Fight, the basement show. We are not taking your calls. We do not care what you have to say. This is Brian and I talking shit. What started the entire endeavor seven years ago in his apartment. Uh, we began with the dream of one day overthrowing all of the hierarchies on Earth the flatter after we get a hold of it it will be at least we are looking to change things in a big way and we thought that having a meeting once a week where we all get together and figure out how we can throw out the CEOs and the status and all the people that want to continue oppressing everybody that uh, we can get things rolling and that's what we're doing here so thanks for showing up uh, we've now expanded. We take your calls every single Sunday at 11 p.m. You can call in. Usually I would say call in about 10 or at 10.30. 614-412-5252 is the number to call. We start taking them at 11 p.m. And uh, we've heard all kinds of really good stories. The last episode you heard was a call-in show. Uh, we talked extensively about uh, work and weddings, that wedding advice. Is something actually I want to bring that up a little bit later too um, but there's lots of interesting people that call into the show and we appreciate all of that so thank you for that uh, but tonight Brian procures the stories so that we can get all of you riled up and ready to street fight with your co-workers and your family uh, for righteousness and uh, the anarchy comedy cause so thanks for being here with us. We appreciate it as always. Uh, we are streaming live uh, to Patreon.com right now. For those of you that donate $5 or more, you're getting access to the video right now. Thanks for being here, hanging out in the chat. We might uh, mention some of you as the show goes on, but so far so good, right? I'm feeling we, great. Yeah, we just talked shit, a whole bunch of gross sexual stuff, so... Trying to switch gears now because I'm still dirty minded as hell. That's for the video feed. Only the video feed gets to hear me say sex stuff. I was looking at my phone. The, then the video feed goes to Brett doing the intro and me Googling compression pants on my feed. So that's the thing. You either get to see me looking at the phone or looking at the computer. It's wonderful. But then before the show, you get the steamy talk. Night calls by yeah. Playboy. Street fight style. Brian's looking for a pair of pants to make his hog look huge and to prevent that chub rub. Yeah. Oh, it looks like as a as a small business owner, you get the Costco membership for sixty dollars. Oh, okay. I'm a small business owner. You absolutely are. You're a small business owner. That is something I'm gonna look into. Yeah. Let's get the show going though. So. Well, I want to bring up something right at the top of the show before people tune out thinking that I'm going to talk about my penis. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, our, the Street Fighters group on Facebook, which I love, is full of very great people. I've been recently made an admin on it. So Brett and I were both recently made admins on yeah. the page. Surprise. We won't be using that power at all. We were honored. Um, they, they saved somebody's house. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I want to say GoFundMe for. Sorry, go ahead. You have all the information that I don't like. I don't know. have all the information. <laughs> I don't want to like reveal the person. Like I some know that Steve, their some name. Fucking Steve. It was a Steve. I know that their name was uh, like on the thing, but it's just kind of like you're getting your house foreclosed sure. on. Let's 
you know, it's not like anybody's proudest moment. They were asking for money, but they did. They only needed fifteen hundred dollars, which is like that kind of thing. Like you just made a huge difference because they were they weren't even because what I do know is is that something happened with their payments in the bank, uh-huh. and they may have gotten underwater on it or something like that. And they called the bank to do. Uh, like, can we work this shit out? You know, which I've done a million times, and yeah. they got the the answer that everybody dreads getting when they're you know delinquent on their bills, and that it was like there's no working out at this. Yeah, point. you know, it's it's give me this amount of money, right? And then this crazy amount of money. Yeah, give me this amount of money, five thousand dollars in this case. And yes, Discord, the Discord got it done too. There were also people on Twitter that got it done. I'm saying that they raised a bunch of money. It's just cool. So anyway, uh, they they needed five thousand dollars, but I think they kind of felt like they could come up with the thirty five hundred. But it was just getting the like over that fucking yeah. line was going to kill them, and it was just like. I, you know, they apologized a lot, I remember, when they first posted it on the page. But I kind of feel like if you need it and, like, you want to post it, that, like, I can't guarantee that it's going to, every single thing that anybody needs is going to get funded. But I don't look down on somebody for doing, for posting something like that. That's not, that's, I want a community well, that does that for. thing for people, you know? I mean, that's what it's there for, is to um, ask and facilitate the whole thing. And it is, you're right. I mean, there's times where, like, you know, if I had to come up with a few thousand dollars right now, I could get almost there, but I couldn't get all the way there. And I've had to do that before where my car was going to get repossessed. And actually, the, when my car did get repossessed, it was a situation where I talked to him on the phone and they were like, you know, you can't make payments anymore. And I was like, no, but I've got, I just got my tax return and like I can pay all of the back payments. And they're like, that's our, we're taking that car back. You know, legally that car belongs to us now. So right, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, and it was one of, that happened to me with my car at one point. It was like, I think it was only like five hundred dollars I needed, but five hundred dollars just wasn't happening at that time. And we got a loan from somebody, and it was just fuck yes, man. Like it saved our asses. And then they never wanted the money back, which was also one of those things. That that's the thing I like about the GoFundMe thing too. Is like. I hate that people have to do it because I do. It just having a world where there's where if you get in a bind, you can get fifteen hundred dollars seems great to me. You know, not that I want a world where we have to pay bills or anything, but I want people to be able to get their fifteen hundred. Like if they just need fifteen hundred dollars to keep their house, I want them to be able to get that fifteen hundred dollars to keep their house. And I think there should be resources for that all over the place, not just like fan groups for podcasts you know what i mean but like if that's where it's going to happen then i want it to happen there and you know i don't i don't i just want people to know that asking for stuff in our group is or in this community i'm fine with like there's nothing in me that looks down on anybody i had people pay for my gre when i took it because i didn't have any money at the time and like i just i love the generosity of it. i i love seeing this thing happen and I, i'm really glad that that house was saved yeah absolutely uh i think uh the other thing that's going on right now that uh you know we don't do foreign policy shit on this show as much as we used to back in the day yeah but uh this north korea thing 
that's going on is kind of interesting to me. Not in that, like, I, I understand any of the, like, world politics behind it, but in seeing conservatives brag about making peace and liberals screaming about how they wish we were still doing more war. Yeah. Because I don't give a shit who makes the peace. Like, here's the thing. Like, if Donald Trump is shoot the wrestling term shoot if donald trump is shoot going over there to make peace between north and south korea and not just going over there to be like i want to open up the trump north korea casino on like one of your waterfronts then look dude that's not bad more war is bad more talking is good like talking is fine and it was all this like stagecraft sort of shit that people were talking about too it's like the world's dumbest political conversations where they talk about where like the world's dumbest people talk about optics it's like uh donald trump looks the same side as, or, or kim jong-un looks slightly taller than donald trump which makes people think that they're a stronger yeah. nation than the u.s that's too much for me i tell you one person i saw on twitter dude was there so in the background of the handshake photo there were american flags and dprk flags behind them alternating one American flag, one DPRK flag, one American flag, one DPRK flag. They were fucking hanging exactly the same way. Like, to the point where you could tell somebody actually put time into making sure that, that they all looked exactly the fucking same. And this one was like, anybody notice how the North Korea flags look more powerful than the United States flags? And I'm like, well, when fucking design a new flag, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, come up with a powerful flag. I thought y'all loved that flag so yeah. much. That's old glory you were just kissing right there. I know. Yeah, I, um, I honestly don't know anything about it, uh, but I am also not against... Anything anything coming out of this that isn't firing missiles, I'm I love. Yes. Or yes. like sanctions, any of that. Like I um I really don't care if Trump does it or not. I mean, this it's good for me. Yeah. It's better than what the hell he could have done. If he's the fucking guy that's doing it, then cool, cool deal, man. Do it. You know, I I that's the same thing with these pardons that have been coming up lately. So did you see the story? I believe it was last week where he said he's going to meet with, he would like to meet with NFL football players who kneel and see who he should pardon. Pardon? What do you mean? Like from prison. Like, should he go in and like oh, get really? a nice list of people to pardon? And I'm like, cool. Yeah, I like that's fine. That. <laughs> like, I mean, that's what I would do if I was president. If I was the president and people were kneeling, I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> My nation, you have a problem with it? Well, what do you wish? Who should I let go? Yeah, well, Donald Trump, like, because the Eagles wouldn't go to right. the White House, and I mean, he's feeling it. <laughs> well, you it would matters. feel it too. Dude. Oh yeah. Look, I, no, no, no. I know. Like, I know. Two years ago, it was an honor to go to the White House, and now it's like they can't fucking get somebody to go there. Right. I mean, they, they could have dragged a horse there, but it would have been another scandal. <laughs> the so, George Soros. The George horse, Soros. God damn it. Could have horse could have went that would have fucking dude how much would it bum you out to have that happen like where it's like i worked my whole life to become the fucking president and i want to be the president of the united states to have and like the only reason most people would want to be president 
I mean, a guy like Donald Trump, let's be honest, the reason Donald Trump wants to be president is because he thinks it's prestigious and that he'll get to be in a bunch of ceremonies. And I guarantee that's pretty much all he thought he was going to be doing. You know, like... Well, I'm being powerful as hell. Well, yeah, but I... get to control everything. Yeah, somebody in the chat even said it's like Obama with Cuba. I didn't give a shit that it was Obama. I'm just glad we were talking with Cuba. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it a weird reaction to find a reason to be upset about it because that's not... I've never been about that. I think that I spent my entire Obama years telling people, hey, I'm still mad about what George Bush did. I didn't, like, switch sides or anything. I'm just holding Obama to the same standards that I held George Bush to. You know what I mean? Like that's that. It, this is the same thing. Like, if you're the president, you should look at a place like North Korea and be like, "We shouldn't. I mean, we need to figure something out with these folks." You know? <laughs> Especially and if Trump does that, I don't give a fuck. I know. I, I'm not gonna vote for him. I'm not right. even telling you to vote for him. I don't want him to be the president anymore especially in two years or whatever, when it's time to do the election, please get rid of this guy. I'm saying that if he's going to do it, don't just be mad because he's doing it. You know, don't just be mad for everything he did. It's the same Kim Kardashian's coming up with a list. She's like, I'm going to get a list of people for him to pardon. I think he's just going to pardon a shitload of people and legalize weed before the election and I could even see him being like, we should just do Medicare for all. And just yeah. be like, shit, dude. Like, I wish you weren't, like, locking, separating children from their families. Like, the evil shit that he's doing is see, still The government's there. only been doing that, though. Right, yeah. That's I actually have a news story by, uh, I actually have a good news story about that. But I'm saying that, like, yeah, the, well, that's why we're anti-status, right? That's why we're anarchists. Because we know that. It, all in all, it's the government, really. It's the whole the whole system's fucking rotten. It's not just one shitty guy that's orange. Which, by the way, I just found out my legs are orange somehow. So I don't know how that oh, happened. I Maybe he does pale. get sun. Yeah. Nah, man, they orange. They orange at tan. I think uncooked sausage. Tan boy. I'm a tan guy. But yeah, he. Uh, it's odd, you know. It's it's. Why can't we just like I thought. That like the liberal thing was like I still respect the office, yeah, and I still want him to do. It's like, hey, man, didn't I don't he... hear you out, man? <laughs> Anything you gotta say, you know? Didn't he get elected? And people were like, I don't want to see him fail. Are you saying that you want to see the president That's true. fail? <laughs> I am sick to death of my stomach with that. I'm astonished. <gasps> you would want the United States to fail? Yes. <laughs> like sure. that's short answer but not fail in making peace agreements no no i want them to make peace agreements i don't know like again i don't know that that like he's doing it for the right reason i know he's not doing it for good reasons i know for 100 percent sure that whatever he's doing is bad reasons don't matter but he's doing it and it's better than it's better than like any amount of talking is better than pointing guns at each other i think that's, sure. that's my opinion on it. Yeah, and, and, and then you look at, like, the previous administration, and they had all of these fucking chessboard ideas about who can be involved in the chats and who can broker the deal. And they were, they like, this was treated as, like, it was some sort of special child that everybody was, it was so paternalistic. Yeah. Nothing, nothing about, like, uh, the, like the, the democratic reaction to North Korea seems in any way, like, can we 
at least have a, just a discussion of what's fucking going on here. You know? Well, that's why I really think they're fired up about it. Because they have been spending so many years, like, since the fucking Bill Clinton was president, telling us, like, oh, no, you can't talk directly to this guy. It's like, what, yeah, yeah. what the fuck do you mean by that? We need to have a we have a six state six country deal or a three country deal or go through China and all these things. Yeah, I remember I remember being explained all of these things. <laughs> yeah, and, and why so, we can't just like say like calm calm it, you know? And this dingus was just like, I'll fucking talk to him. He's shit. Yeah. he's like me. That guy like, over there, you he's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to him. He I, that is something I identify with him in a little bit. Is that, like, somebody will be like, my uncle's racist, and I'll be like, can I talk? I mean, if you get him in contact with me, I'll have a talk with him, I guess. You know, I'd love to have the conversation with the guy, you know? I don't want to go through you. I'm not going to feed you arguments. I mean, I will feed you arguments. If you want want a cheat sheet, I can make one up for you real quick. But I'm actually, like, pretty good at just the way I carry myself and stuff. It's easier for me to just do it myself. I always felt that way about the North Koreas or your your Irans and stuff like that. It was just like, they fucking spent all this time convincing you of how complicated it is to talk to these people, whether it's like an optics thing where it's like, oh, you don't want Obama standing in a room that looks vaguely North Korean. Then people will right. think something, you know? With that strong-ass DPRK flag just flowing in the wind. <laughs> I mean, right next to Old Glory, that makes it look so fucking tiny. It just makes it look like nothing. That's <laughs> a shit flag, a man. shitty little flag on might as well be fucking clear. Might as well be a clear flag. Yeah. Might nobody, as well be a saran wrap. It just blends right into the goddamn background. That North Korean one looks muscular, though. Yeah, it's a it's muscular so... flag. Do not show me that flag. I want to defect. I just have feelings of defection. There have been, like, a. I mean, the way we learn about North Korea is... I mean, like, that's been one of the things, is, like, hearing Trump kind of say semi-normal things about that country because we just don't hear that stuff and we know that there are things probably that are, i mean it's a state and it's a one guy kind of making the rules and shit like that and i know that it like it's not something i'm into you know but i don't think that they're as wild as people make it out to be either i actually recently yeah. read a thing where this guy was like visited north korea and he was like kind of shocked that they didn't all because it's been there's been actual propaganda in the U.S. saying that you by law all men have to have the Kim Jong Un haircut. It's like that ain't fucking true, man. Yeah, they well they tried to show like the barbershop poster that said you can only choose from these ones, right? And they were all yeah. Haircut. Every single fucking country and every barbershop has a picture of haircuts that you can buy. It's easier to point. At a fucking sign and say, I want that haircut, than to just explain. Right. Like, it's like when women got the Rachel. That wasn't like a law or anything like that. No, they it was just, just rolled like in. highly recommended. Yeah, it was, just, yeah, it was like heavily if, if leaned on. You want to be cool, you got to do it. <laughs> well, so I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be in sen- real insensitive, trigger warning for insensitive, insensitivity here, but like, in the way that like, the United States completely demolished the North Korea with bombs. I have also done that in my relationships. There's people I know that like I let loose and said like that deep shit that I despise about them that like is petty and is not fair and I should just keep to myself and inside the shower. Like 
there is a reason that North Korea should be mad at us and that we should kind of oh, yeah. like just be like, hey man, you know, I've been a shithead. It's been a few decades now. Right, like even it's so wild, like going through life now, there's people I was just thinking about a buddy of mine that I used to fight. Like every five years we would hang out and we would hang out so much that we would just like end up pushing each other against the fucking wall. And then it would just be over. And I haven't seen him for like another ten years. And I still think about that guy, but like there is uh there is there are moments that get really out of hand and you gotta acknowledge those. We we the thing that's the most frustrating about American history, about American culture, that what made me start this radio show was because we don't go into conversations about North Korea saying, like, let's remember that we demolished a bunch of people's fucking lives, too. 20% I mean, of the population. We people remember that shit. of North Korea. Yeah. Yeah. People I mean, remember that shit. And they're people that are still alive. This isn't, like, ancient fucking history, you know? Fucking all we ever talk about is 9-11. Right, right. Most of us don't know anybody that was killed. In I mean, seriously, like, if you're in Ohio, you don't know fucking anybody. But most of us sit around and talk about it all the time. You talk about the amount of people they killed in Iraq and Iran. It's like, are, is North Korea really worse than us? Are they really a worse fucking monstrous regime than us? Right. You know, I, I don't fucking know. I don't know what goes on over there, but I don't think it's yeah. as bad as people say it I is mean, either. I really don't. It's, I don't. See, it's a shitty idea. I'm against it. Fuck it up, for sure. I'd love to see the people revolt against it the same way I'd like to see the people revolt against what yeah. we got going on. The same bombing-ass shit we got going on here, so. I just think it's, they're the same. We're the, we're the fucking same, man. We have prisons, too. We have the largest prison population in the history of the world, you know? We... We're, we have close, we're, we want, we have porous borders, I guess, that we want to build a fucking wall on, you know? I don't know what this difference is. And, like, uh, if he's killing people or, or whatever, it's like, we are too, man. People are fucking always dying. People die of poverty here. So if people die of poverty there, fucking of course. They die of poverty everywhere. Capitalism is a fucking monstrous thing, you know? And sanctions are fucking monstrous. And when you do, it, it's just, you know, Trump actually said today something about war games, too. Not doing war games off their coast or whatever, which makes a lot of sense. I saw some fucking guy pissed off at the use of the word war games and said, no, our enemies call them war games. We call them military exercises. And I was like, it's a fucking war game. It's yeah. war games. Everybody knows war games. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when me and my buddies had a football and pretended like we were fucking Green Bay Packers. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, the words don't fucking matter to me. I got this uh, article today off of Business Insider. And uh, it's about the uh, those photos that came out a couple weeks ago of the, uh, of the ice camps from 2014, not from now. You know, right. that, but they're worse now. They're fucking undoubtedly worse now. But Obama was monstrous when it came to immigration. I think ICE is being paid more attention to now because the president's a Republican. And I think that, like, it is more brutal now. And there are a lot of really bad things happening right now. But okay. Obama deported a lot of people. Can I pop your bubble? Okay. Are you talking about these 1,500 people? I don't fucking know. I'm not talking about any people. Well, the story that came up was about 1,500 people that, 1,500 kids that went missing. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't fucking. I'm not. I'm, I'm talking about. They were pictures. There were oh, just oh. photos that somebody posted online of kids laying I, in I saw, cages, and uh, they were 2018, 2014 photos, and they were sleeping in holding cells, and children were separated by age group and gender at a border control place. And I just kind of, I saw the story, and I wanted to, I wanted to do this news story from Business Insider with you just to. See it. Several former Obama administration officials took to social media and news outlets on Tuesday to explain a gallery of years-old photos that showed immigrant children sleeping in shoddy conditions at a government-run holding facility in Arizona. The images, which were first published by the Associated Press in 2014, resurfaced over the weekend for reasons that remain unclear and quickly prompted viral outrage on Twitter. One particularly disturbing image showed two children sleeping on mattresses on the floor inside of what appeared to be a cage. A number of prominent liberals, even a former Obama administration official, shared the photos in outrage, mistakenly believing that they depicted the Trump administration's treatment of immigrant children who were forcefully, separate, forcefully separated from their parents. Right. So these guys shared these things, and they said, this is, this is a, this is a, the, John Favreau, not the one from Swingers. Oh. The the bad John Favreau. Oh. The pod damn America. The pod bless America, I think. Or say pod save America guy. John Favreau, who worked as a speechwriter for former President Barack Obama, tweeted, this is happening right now, and the only debate that matters is how we force our government to get these kids back to their families as fast as humanly possible. Shared another picture of a bunch of kids sleeping on the floor. Somebody mentioned to him, uh, somebody pointed out that the photos were taken during the Obama administration, so he deleted it. Nice. That's a good, that's great. <laughs> that's a good way to cover your tracks. It doesn't exist. I, I never posted that. I post that. What are you talking about? That, I don't stand by that post, is what you're saying when you delete it, right? Favreau said in a series. I get in trouble for deleting a post. <laughs> we all do. Favreau said in a series of tweets that he made a mistake by not checking the date of the photos before sharing them on Twitter. He explained that the photos were taken in 2014 when the Obama administration faced an influx of unaccompanied minors who showed up at the border fleeing violence from Central America. Right. He added that the pictures had been taken while the government was trying to move those children out of those shelters as fast as humanly possible and connect them with their parents, most of whom were already in the States. Now, I want to say this what? right now. If a bunch of kids that need help showed up, let's just say that a bunch of kids need help and they show up in front of my house and they need me to do something for them. My first instinct is not going to be to throw them in a cage. Well, can't you get, can you go on Craigslist and find a bed? I got a Craig, I got a bed on Craigslist for 30 fucking dollars. Is there no such thing as a hotel there or like an Airbnb or fucking anything that's not a cage that looks like something you'd put a dog in and then tell people to sleep on the floor? Chain link fence, man. It is. It's, it's a fucking bleak looking. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, dude, dude, we only left them there until we can find somewhere for them to go. And it's like, it's a fucking cage. You put humans in a cage. Well, I mean, that's government, though. They do the minimal amount possible. <laughs> what else could you expect? I mean, they're in charge of people, but they don't want to. You can't make money off of these people, right? No. Well, there's no yes. money to be made. You can make money off of them oh, by putting them in a cage. <laughs> Private prisons can make money off of them. They're making no. good money. Off of but them not right as now. a kid. Yeah, they're making good money off of kids now. Who's paying for them? 
who's paying for the kids to be locked up yeah. by ICE. The prison company, the no, we government, are. we are, is we're paying, paying for it. Yeah, yeah. The government is paying private prisons to house kids or to build kids. They are. There's fucking pictures of like vans with fucking car seats in them that are being sold, which are for transporting kids from yeah, ICE but, facilities to but like what, field trips. But you shit. know what? You would be on this same fucking radio show screaming if they just laid a baby down on a fucking bus seat or in a car seat. Probably, yeah. So they have to have a way to transport fucking kids that show up. You put them in a fucking car seat. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm fine. I mean, this story with was the ridiculous. Bus. This story was ridiculous when it came out to me because they, they were also talking about the 1,500 kids that were missing, and everybody was getting irate. And it was the same people that say that these people are the Gestapo. And then for all are, of a sudden, so you're mad that they lost 1,500 kids as well? Like, isn't it a good news that the Gestapo lost 1,500 kids? <laughs> I mean, I would say that... But you, everybody was mad that they lost 1,500 kids. Everybody yeah. was mad that they used car seats when they transport kids. I don't think that... I just don't think that anybody isn't... wants ICE dealing with this. That is the thing. That, like, having law enforcement be the people that deal with this. Having the people that fucking only understand force be the people that handle this stuff is, I think, where people have a problem. That's where I have a problem. There's got to be a better way than to have these fucking monsters rounding people up and shit and, like, They're separating not rounding, them. But these are people that are just showing up. This one case was a bunch of people that showed up to the border. And who even fucking knows that that's true? That's the Obama administration's explanation of what happened. Sure. And I don't think I believe exactly what they say. I can agree with you that having the truck to transport the kids, I just don't want them locked up in fucking cages. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, that's where they're going. That's where those buses take kids. Sure, but people were, going people were going crazy about the bus, and people are going about crazy about the 1,500 kids. And if you looked into it, basically what had happened is that they released these kids. These kids were no longer in custody, yeah. and they, they tried to call them on the phone. And say, where's that kid at? And 1,500 kids didn't pick up. Yeah. So what you're asking is for the Gestapo to then go hunt down 1,500 kids and potentially go into the homes of people that are also undocumented and probably didn't answer the phone because they're fucking yeah. undocumented. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, that's in but this that story was too. bullshit. I that's mean, in like this story. I, that outrage of that was fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. I didn't see like people in our circles having. That I outrage. did. I woke up and saw so many people throwing a fucking tantrum about baby prison buses. And there are baby prison buses. Though. How there else are. do you transport kids? You just you have to put I them in a car seat. You, you have to put them in a seat. The kids. You want the them. Buses. You want them to take thirty fucking Astro vans? No. How do you transport? I just don't want to take children. them to a fucking prison. That's why I don't want them to take them to a fucking prison. That's but what that's, I care about. But you're talking about the transportation. You're, I did just talk about. I did say that somebody's making money transporting children to prison. And if they're going to transfer children to prison, I would much rather them be in a safe seat, I guess. Yes, right? That, that's my, that is, that is the low bar that I'm dealing with. That's, I'll Just I don't be mad. That. Don't be mad that I they put mad. them in car seats. Don't be mad that they put them in fucking car seats. You're missing the fucking point and you look like a lunatic. I am a lunatic. When you, when, when you latch onto these bullshit stories and you don't dive deep enough into them to figure out what's going on, it looks lunatic. It doesn't yeah. help the cause. Okay. But, like, yeah, we should be fighting against throwing people in cages. Right? I, I think that we can spare beds. Like, I think there's enough 
there's enough facilities around to not use chain link fence on people. I agree. That was that's what that's my that's basically my opinion on that. Except for I, you know, like I said, I I just I I don't like I I just people profiting off of it makes is gross to me. And I think also I don't like, think it makes any money. I think the taxpayers are paying. I think the government's paying for it. That's not, from a company that makes it. Is what I'm saying. Like somebody makes it, makes money off of this. Well, yeah, you have. To... A company makes money off of these these things that are used. The government organizations that are in charge of this are profiting us. No, the government what? organizations that go to a private company and tell them to make a prison bus for children. Sure. The company that makes the prison bus for the children makes money off of the government, right. which is coming from taxpayer money. Right. So that company that makes the prison bus for children is profiting off of this thing. And they're, the people that build the prisons are profiting off of the prisons. That well, we, should just let everybody the in. we should just let everybody in then. We should just not even bother with it. I fucking totally 100% agree with that. I don't have a problem with opening the borders. Doesn't make any sense. Opening the borders doesn't make any sense? No, to go through all this rigmarole. Yeah, you just open up the Especially borders. Especially when they're doing the bare minimum. Right, yeah. I just, But you here's know, the thing. There are people profiting off of this thing. I don't like it, and I don't like ICE, and I do think ICE is the Gestapo. I don't think they're better than the Gestapo. But, like, human beings uh, all over the world believe in borders and believe that you, if you cross them, you're illegal. Like, you're in the minority of opinion. Everybody else thinks that our borders are something that we're supposed to, are holy... And that if you cross them, you, you know, you yeah. deserve to I be mean, punished. Yeah. They think that in England, Japan, Africa, everywhere, they they don't want people to cross the border. Right. I don't. I don't agree with them either, though. I agree. I'm not I saying know. that like I'm like. I'm saying, but well, I don't think there should be a border in America, but, but in England, it's okay. But that's we're up against. That's what we're up against, though. Yeah. Is everybody else is tied into the fucking invisible lines? I agree. Hardcore. I. The, yeah. Almost everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I know that. Man. I know that. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't like ice. And I do think that, like, I, I do think that, like, that having this bar where it's like, well, we're rounding people up. We're fucking, you know, waiting outside of kids' schools and picking up their parents when they come to pick up their children and shit like that. Like, these are all these, like, really vile fucking tactics that they're using. And I think it fucking is gross and i think it's the exact sort of thing like like i don't know why we're so liked on it to to be like don't say they're like nazis it's like we have an enormous prison pop populate like an unwieldy the nazis people one. up and murdered them okay on purpose because of their ethnicity and when you conflate that kind of stuff with what they're doing, it's not the same. I mean, they are rounding people up because of their ethnicity and locking them in cages. And I don't right. know if that's different. I don't, I guess, like... They're not if, exterminating them. If the idea is that, okay, so this step is bad, but they haven't killed them yet. So now because when it's you just that... Because you sound like a lunatic when you start calling everybody Nazis. You just, everybody shuts off. It's like ad blockers. I don't care when someone compares something to the Nazis. It just makes me shut off immediately. Well, I don't think it does anybody. It's a shortcut. It's a, it doesn't make any sense, and everybody uses it. The right uses it the same goddamn way the liberals use it. It's meaningless. It's like saying fucking hipster. Yeah. Well, it's I like mean, saying it's as meaningless as saying someone's a fucking hipster. I guess then I'll just say it's bad. 
That, that's great. Bad people doing bad you things. Have a, it's you wrong, have though. a bunch of other words I, and opinions and things to say besides conflating them with something in history that is not the same thing. It's not... I. It's not, I don't know that I think it's totally different. I think that like when you talk about empire and you talk about the way things are happening now and the way that like we essentially have the same sort of thing as the camps. We there are a lot of people in prison and like just because like we don't like just because it doesn't like affect us or we think that like they're there because they did a crime and like there's no mass graves though. And there's no concentration camps. And there's no... But what is the fucking no, difference between locking somebody up for the rest of their life and killing them? Like, what's the die. difference? There's a difference. It's what? not the same. What is... I mean, what's it's the difference? It's a different between? animal. It's a different thing. Sure. I guess. I don't see how it's different. I don't know I, what don't the know. difference is between being in prison for the rest of your life and, like, fucking... Like, because it's I'd just rather die. Approach. I would, like, rather die. I guess it's more... Well, why, I don't know why, if it's why, more why aren't, you, why aren't you fighting to stop this? I can't. I don't know give how. Give your life to it. You should give your life to <laughs> I that. don't know how. The people that stopped the Nazis gave their life to it. That's yeah. what you should do. Yeah. They're dumping water out that's left in the desert for border crossers. Yeah, people are dying awful. and ICE Border Patrol are killing them because of their ethnicity. People in Alabama prisons are dying it... and losing limbs from lack of basic medical treatment. Sure. The, they're How dumb... many government agents did that? To the you? concentration... You're uh... talking about externalities. You're not talking about shooting people in the back of the head in mass graves. I, these are like basically the same... Okay. All right. I'm going to move on. Okay. I'm going to fucking move on. <laughs> it just sounds bad. I don't want to be... I just think it sounds not relevant because nobody wants to hear you say everybody's the nazis all the time you can look through it anywhere you go on the internet people are tired of hearing everyone compared to the nazis sure i mean i just i i i guess like if it, i it's more powerful language i guess than just saying they're bad and just uh, say what they did what you just said was more powerful what you just the list you just read off was more powerful than saying that they're like some people from 1945 sure uh so i'm gonna go i'm moving on <laughs> uh shit i don't know where to go from this i guess uh i have a bunch of prison stuff but i'm not gonna talk about that right now <laughs> i'm not for i'm not for ice in any way i'm just against all of this like nazi shit it just isn't relevant because the nazis are history and we're talking about what's going on right now we have cell phones now and shit. We don't. They didn't have Nazis' cell phones and shit. I guess like the reason that I think it works is because that's the thing that seems to be the line where people start to pay attention. Like people, mm. I don't know how many different ways you can tell somebody that you live in a bad empire that like they will fucking. Jump too that they will say that they will realize that you're saying it's really well, fucking we, bad right we, now. We've been saying Donald Trump is a Nazi since 2016, and everybody's still going along with the racism and oppression, and nobody gives a fuck. So there hasn't been any improvements in that regard. People don't give a shit about what's going on with ICE. Sure. I don't feel like. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, it's just yeah. Uh fuck, man. <laughs> I hate this. Say what it's you got to say. Fun. It's just not fun. I'm not having fun. I'm right sorry. I, that's it. Uh, so it's hard to move on to the next thing for me. Uh, I guess uh, I'll go to this. 
Uh, I read this article in, in Pennsylvania about forced rehab, and uh, I wanted to talk about that a little bit because, uh, I don't know, I just don't think it's a solution. Yeah. The last thing Elizabeth Loud wanted a month from giving birth was to be forced into treatment for her heroin and prescription painkiller addiction. But her mother saw no, no other choice and sought a judge's order to have her committed against her will. Three years later, Loud said her mother said her month in state prison where Massachusetts sent civilly committed women until recent reforms was the wake-up call she needed. I was really miserable when I was there, the 32-year-old Boston area resident said. That was one bottom I wasn't willing to revisit again. Like, I've had this conversation with people in the past about, like, either force, like, when you get busted with drugs or drug paraphernalia, that they will either give you, like, here it says a month long or three, how long, how long was, god damn it, um, they give you like a an unlimited amount of time of rehab, I guess would be what I'm saying. Like but they you're in jail? they give you no, you're not in jail. You gotta go to rehab. You uh, like basically spend until they say you're cured in rehab or you can do a month in jail. And I've heard a lot of people be like, I'll just I'll just do the jail time. I don't wanna fucking go to rehab. One you of know? my friend's dad, they in Ohio they send you to DUI over the weekend. They put everybody in a hotel for three days. Or you can go to jail. And he was, like, unemployed at the time when he got a DUI. And he was like, I'll just go to fucking jail. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah, rehab but, fucking sucks, man. But I think, but it is, I mean, who's paying for it, though? Like, do you have to pay for it in the end? Uh, usually you do, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of court case. There's not a lot of uh, sentences that you get free. You know what I mean? You generally have to pay, except for maybe community service. I'm sure you got to pay something for the community service, too. I don't think there's anything. But, like, that would be, I mean, I mean, if you wanted it and they just let you have it, but you can't make somebody do it. It's not going to work. Well, they do that in Ohio. That was kind of one of the things I noticed when I was doing my rehab stint. When I did my rehab time and they would send me to, like, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings and, like, Narcotics Anonymous meetings and, uh... There were a lot of guys there that had went to court with, um, the, there were a lot of guys there that had went to court and they made them go to AA and they would just roll in there and try to get, like, they would roll in there with a little slip and be like, can you just sign this? I don't like want to be here. I just want to drink. And like, that was always like, what does that say to the people that are like actually an AA to get treatment? If that makes sense. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, I think that. This is something where we, we're never going to solve this in the courts. There's just, seems like forced punishment is something that the state comes up with constantly as a solution, and it's not going to work out. I mean, I, I would love to have it available to people. That's what I say. Yeah, I mean, it would be like, it would be way more helpful if you were just able to make it available and be like, you know, tell them you are fucking up real bad right now. Like, I still, like, I, I still think that there should be times when you fuck up real bad that, like, you should sit in front of a bunch of people and they should be like, you fucked up really fucking bad, you know? God. I mean, I like, guess... you have to work... Like, you have to figure this shit out. I guess forcing somebody to have a conversation is completely different than, I guess, forcing... I oh, can yeah. agree oh, with no, you no, that, no. like, yeah. that was my only punishment for Gwen when she was a baby, was, like... 
when she was like three or four or five years old was that uh, I would be like, hey, kid, you know, you fucked up. Now we have to have a conversation. And she would be like, no, no, dad, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she would have rather have gotten hit. And that's kind of what I'm getting at with this forced rehab thing. It's like having a conversation with me is a hundred times worse than getting hit. Trust me, I'd rather fucking get hit than sit. I would rather get hit than have to have the, you know, what you did was hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like what you did, Walking did you did this and it made me feel bad. And that's why I'm doing that. Does that make sense? Like no, I used to sit down with her and say like what you did, because a lot of times I don't like, I don't look at like certain bad behavior as being uh too like I don't care if you like color it on the walls, I guess. Like that was some that's a big thing that people's kids do. I don't care if you fucked up the carpet or broke something or were being mischievous and had fun or something like that. And uh I, I like I don't care about that, but I do care when you hurt somebody or hurt somebody's feelings and I like to fucking explain how that works. And uh that's that's it what it was, you know. Yeah, I do the same with my daughter when I talk. I mean, you just know when you're talking about when you did something bad. It's, no one wants to confront their people. I don't want to confront it. When my wife looks at me and is like, you were a real asshole about dinner tonight. You know, it's like, I know I was, but why are you bringing it up right now? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm just, you know, I feel so ashamed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it goes I, a long way. I feel the same way, too. I, I, I like, uh, I, I think forcing a conversation is the smartest thing you can mm -hmm. do. To get somebody to even look at it and fuck it, man, you know, uh, you might as well, like, you might as well have the, you might as well do the thing, like have, like have the conversation, but you can't force somebody to quit doing drugs, I guess is my point. Like, that's why it's pointless. That's why the drug, yeah. the drug war is. Well, that's what I was, that's what I think too. It's like, I would rather see Oxycontin be administered by a physician that is actually, that has the time the time to meet with somebody, you know, and kind of figure out what their life is like. Something more on the psychiatric type scale, if that makes any sense. I I, I don't think that, and, and I think maybe the goal or maybe the idea should be like treatment will always be available. I don't think that we're going to accomplish very much by making people do it. Of course, there will be success stories. I mean, that's just going to happen. I don't know. I, I don't know how many, like 1%. It's, dude, I mean, <laughs> you know, they talk about heroin, it's like 4 and 8% <laughs> yeah. at some of those those meetings. They don't, like, they don't talk about, like, they're like, AA has like a 4 to 8% success rate. And I was like, I'm like, please show me what the success rate is for people that were forced to go. Right. <laughs> like, what's that success rate? Sure. It has to be less than 1%. So, yeah, I just, I hate that shit, man. I hate that uh, rehab stuff. I deleted this fucking article on accident, which irritates me because I can't figure out how to get it back. About people that work at Disneyland having to live in hotels. Yeah. Did you see that? Like, I they did. have to live in cheap hotels? No. I'm gonna grab... Oh, 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 Yikes. oh, I got it, I got That's it. That's really stringing something together. Well, like I you mean... You get to work at the most magical place on Earth, and then you live at a hotel. Yeah, it was a Vice article that I read, and yeah. I wanted to bring it to the show because it's... they wouldn't party with them or something? Well, no. <laughs> that just seems like what they would do. <laughs> we went and partied with a bunch of janitors from the happiest place on Earth, and it looks like they live in a hotel. Okay, Street Fight copyrights that idea. We'll get to do that someday. 
I mean, I would do it. Yeah, I would love to. With Stoke Stevens. That's what we're going to do when we visit Stoke down in Florida. Dude, I know so many. Yeah, he's talked about that. He is. He's actually told me a lot about that kind of thing and uh, about how broke those pe- the people that work at those parks are. That's why my plan to turn them into national parks is the only good solution, right? Like, we turn them exactly in. Like, we, we make them like fucking Yosemite. <laughs> like... But I guess, you know, do they pay the people that work at Yosemite good money? <laughs> I don't know, man. I We have to donate money to them now. Like, we're they're always raising money for the national parks right now. <laughs> I just bought a sweatshirt to raise money for the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> oh, God. That sucks. Like, for what is what are they doing with the Rocky Mountains? The are they cutting the goddamn up. top off of the Rocky Mountains? No, no, no. The price is going up, though, for some reason. I don't know. The entrance fee is, like... Oh, I you said that when you were yeah. there. We went when we went out there that people were. Uh... God damn it! Why did I delete this? It's killing me. I it won't pace. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Vice.com. Okay. Brett's internet is trash tonight. Maybe because we're like really sucking down the bandwidth with yeah. our eight cameras and fucking four computer, four com- three computers, three cameras. Yeah, I'm going to have to upgrade tonight. I'm going to have to go call the internet company tomorrow and get that your, one gigabit. Your shit. wife's probably upstairs watching the fucking Gilmore yeah. Girls. Your daughter's yeah. probably watching some kind of fucking kids show thing, playing a game, watching Ryan Toys Review. Ryan Toys Review. Your internet Come is, play with me. It's her shit. Come play with... I like Ryan Toys Review. You know what, man? She's really... What sucks is she watches the videos of the kids playing toys with each other, which is fun. I understand. It's better it. than I, watching cartoons yeah, written by old the, men. Better than the fucking Smurfs. Uh, but then it also like ends up loading up these videos where these really rich fucking LA people buy a whole bunch of toys and just open them on camera, and it just boggles my mind. Because <laughs> they really think they're having a go at it, you know? Yeah. Like we're gonna open up this water slide and put it up in our base in the backyard. Have our kids play on it, and we're going to get, like, YouTube revenue out of it. And it's just, I don't know, man. I couldn't live like that. Even though, you know, I do this bullshit that I do. We we are just buying stuff and telling no. people about no, it. No, I, I don't think it's right. It's not just because I have an extra $750 to spend at the toy store every week. We just goddamn yelled at each other for yeah. this. We deserve this. Okay? Right? Start the the microphone the microphone stand that we started on was literally shoe boxes. Brian punched out holes in shoe boxes and then rested these like microphones inside of them so that we could talk into them and record the early episodes of Street Fight. Yeah, it was very cool. It would be a good aesthetic to have now, really. The dozens of motels lighting a 15-mile stretch of U.S. Highway 92 just outside Disney World's have a secret inside. For the past two decades, they've increasingly, increasingly served as home for many Disney World employees. Sometimes workers stay in the motels temporarily while they find permanent housing. Others are forced by poverty and other circumstances to live in them for months or even years. It's difficult to say exactly how many employees currently reside in these motels, but three Disney World workers have told me the number is in the hundreds. Okay. Uh... Which is, that makes sense. Chad Patterson, a food service coordinator at Disney World, has lived in a motel since 2013, beginning shortly after she 
Claren Patterson, beginning shortly after she started working at the co company. At the time, she took care of her mother, who suffered from Alzheimer's, and her best friend, who has kidney issues requiring dialysis. Yikes. My mom passed away, and everything went da downhill because I didn't have her Social Security income anymore. I tried to get public assistance for food stamps, but they told me I was making too much. How can you make too much if you can't make ends meet? That is a question that causes a lot of people to turn conservative. Yeah. That is like the main fucking driver of conservatism is I really need food stamps. They won't let me have them because they tell me I make too much money to get food stamps. Yeah. Do you understand the amount of people who have said that to me in the past? No, like, that's like... That is like that's such a common fucking thing. That's where I started to believe in, like, universal, like, rights. You know what I mean? That's where I started to be like, let's just give everybody food, and then fucking nobody could be mad because somebody's getting food, you know? that's Let's just give everybody health care, and then nobody can be mad when somebody doesn't get health care. Like, yeah. I would prefer to just give it to everybody than just a few people, and then... Yeah, no, I remember Wick uh, in my neighborhood, and then thinking like, well, if they're dropping off bread and cheese to everybody, what to, to these people? Why don't they just do it for fucking everybody? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, at the time you were probably being selfish and you just wanted some bread and cheese. Yeah, I really wanted a, <laughs> I wanted a tomato and cheese sandwich. Even when she works overtime, above her typical 40 hours a week, she can't save enough to afford to pay for the cost of moving into an apartment on her. What do you think her hourly wage is oh in California God. at Disney... Disneyland or World? World. Disney, oh, Disney World so Florida. in Florida. Florida. What do you think her minimum... What do you think her wage is? Not minimum wage. It's not minimum it's wage. It's not minimum wage. But what do you think her wage is? At Disney gonna... World, the company that owns Marvel, Star Wars, uh, and the princesses. They own all, the all Pix, those All the Pixar, Pixar, too. Pixar. They own Pixar. <laughs> And I bet she, I'm not going to say she got double digits. I'm going to say she's, I'm going to go for 9.85. Well, then you'll be pleased to know it's 11.65. Woo! Okay, okay, okay. Better than I thought. Still, I mean, awful. I made that as like a cook in 1999. Dude, that is what all the jobs pay. But in, in 1999, in the money went so fucking far. Oh, yeah, dude. $11 an hour wasn't as bad then. But Ooh, I'm saying like, I mean, basically. shit. Back then, a good job starts at eleven dollars here at this point. Yeah, like I mean, a decent I, job, you're like, I'm gonna have to work my way up past eleven. It's not enough. No, you know? no. Okay, so she's getting okay. 11, she's getting eleven sixty-five. Apartment rental prices in the Orlando area are among the fastest growing in the nation. Yeah. In two thousand seventeen, average rents here increased by five point six percent, twice the national average, according to real estate data firm Yardy Matrix. The average one bedroom goes for just under one thousand one hundred dollars a month. But it's not just the cost of rent that prevents Patterson from moving. She's also trapped by landlords who require prospective tenants to meet requirements difficult for low-wage workers like her. And when you think about it, people, yeah. I mean, it's like she probably maybe, because she's working for Disney, has health care. But, yeah, I mean, when your rent's 1100 a month and you're making 1165 an hour and you have to pay electricity... I guess you don't have to pay cable. You should like be able to have it, you know. Well, but I guess it's not. I I consider it a necessity. Brian considers it a necessity, but uh, I understand that there are going to be people who would just, you know, be like, "Well, you don't need it." I, I think you should get internet. You also usually need like a ridiculous amount of money as a down payment. Yeah, that was always hard for me. That's one of the reasons I don't move because I can't come up with a payment. Uh, 
Some places waive application fees, some don't, or I'm not qualified because I don't make three times the amount of rent. Which right, yeah. Nobody fucking makes $3,000. Yeah. <laughs> no, it? I mean, that's, yeah, that's the hard conversation we need to have again is like, people are making it enough to afford a place to live. Yeah. She often pays more than a third of her monthly income to stay in the motel, she asked. If you're by yourself, you can get your own place. You need to have multiple people living with you, and you might not be comfortable with them, but you have to survive. Disney needs to give us a little more so we can make ends meet. A lot more. Yeah. I think about fucking Disney. Like apartment. At least apartment money. Yeah. Disney doesn't pay you enough to live in a one-bedroom apartment, and they fight, like, minimum wage raises. Like, uh, how is Disney not able to do... This is one of those things where it's like, how is Disney not able to pay their employees enough to have an apartment? Like, yeah. what world would that be okay in? Everybody. This I world. can't think of a person... With the Disney yeah, world. I, well, yeah, that's Disney true. World, we live in Disney world. I can't think of a person, like... I can't think of a job you would do at Disney where you don't deserve to have a home. Picking up the trash. That's a no-nothing job that nobody needs, right? It's surely, a very hard job. Surely having 15,000 people visit wouldn't cause any sort of tiff, doo-doo, pee-pee, or trash issues. Like sitting in the, maybe sitting in the tent, the... The uh, ticket the window ride. getting screamed at by people all day because yeah. you charge two hundred dollars to get into the park. What about Sucks. what about pretending to be the character that everybody has always dreamed of you being? How much is that worth? <laughs> I bet they don't make much. No, God, no. I can't. Imagine. Gaston is out there getting fucking chintz. Yeah, I, there's no fucking way. That Gaston is doing that for pennies. He's out there doing push-ups and shit and handstand push-ups for nothing. Yeah, here's an interesting... Patterson and the other Disney employees I spoke with told me motel management would evict them if they spoke to the media on their property. <laughs> Patterson said their motel is an extended stay, so she isn't required to frequently change rooms at least. Weekly fees often fluctuate without warning, though she claims to pay an average of around 2.30 a week. The washers and dryers are available, rarely work, she said. The rooms have no kitchens, and motel guests face eviction if they keep any kind of hot plate in their rooms. It's not uncommon for the water to be shut off in a building if any other room has a plumbing issue, according to Patterson. Which, that is true. I mean, like, I, I know just as a person who worked on the cable at some of these buildings that fucking, if one room's fucked, then all of them are fucked. You know, because they daisy-chain a lot of hotels. And that's with all of their utilities. They daisy chain a lot of hotels. And, uh, man, I, I mean, that's the other thing. Those extended stay motels, you're not, like, you're eating fast food every single day. You can't, like, make better choices with your food if you live in a hotel because you can't cook anything. I guess yeah, you could eat kitchen. fucking salad. You know what I, mean? I guess you could bring a salad and a cutting board and cut the stuff up on your bed. True, true. You know, I don't know. Raw, something like, raw vegan. When people yell at when people yell at people like that for the way they eat, it's like, what the fuck are they supposed to eat? Yeah. What? what candy? You can have candy and Doritos, you know, fruit Fruit leather is kind of like a fruit. <laughs> it's a good substitute. It's not. She well, is a yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, that's just uh, getting by. And there's no reason that somebody that... Oh, oh, first of all, sorry. Put a pin in this real quick. 
My wife told me this week we were talking about Disney with somebody that went recently and they had it said it was a nightmare basically that they just waited in line, saw two or three things and spent about nine hundred dollars. Um, my wife said she never she didn't want to go, didn't want to ever go. And I, I wanted to like give her a diamond ring. Yeah, that's like beautiful. I really wanted to propose all over again when she said that. Like that may, well the first time I fell in love with her, she said she didn't want a diamond ring. So saying not wanting to go to Disney World with our kid was like a really big deal too. But um, the uh, the expectations that somebody because like we're all traveling there, either you're going to Florida, either you're going to California because your kids have been indoctrinated on these movies, right? Yeah. They watch them all the time on Netflix. They know all the songs. You um, get a gift every single year with a care with a little mermaid on it because you're just have been tied to that ever since you were a fucking child you know you have a mickey mouse bathroom at your house and these people are providing that experience for you and aren't why why don't they deserve that yeah she's a member of unite here 737 a union of service workers, one of six in Orlando, re- representing 38,000 Disney World cast members, the park term for employees. The group of unions have asked Disney to increase the park's minimum wage from $10 an hour to $15 an hour in contract negotiations over the past year, which she, Patterson says, would enable her to fully move out, which is actually, that is fucking, that is as fair as you get. That's, yeah. Five more dollars an hour would be great. On May 2nd, Disney World Management offered two proposals. (laughs) So you get to hear what the... They asked to be raised from the minimum wage at Disney to be $10 an hour to $15. And we should be able to burn that park down for paying $10 an hour. Yeah. You should, we should be allowed to burn the whole goddamn th- thing down I for 10 ex- bucks an hour. I would expect them to pay a premium price to give me a premium experience, right? I'm paying $90, $150 a person to get into the goddamn place. Make sure these people are taken fucking care of. That money goes to fucking Robert Downey Jr., okay? Yeah, my kid's going to throw food all over them. Yeah. <laughs> On May 2nd, Disney World Management offered two proposals. The first would increase wages by 50 cents an hour annually. God, these businesses love to give you 50 cents an hour like it's a big deal. Like, they love to just, they'll call you in and you can sit on their lap and they'll rub your back and be like, we're going to give you 50 cents an hour. You're my buddy now. Yeah. This is fucking, this is family wages You're in the big leagues. You're in the big leagues now. You know I'm watching you. Yeah. Uh, uh, With responsibility, with a big pay increase comes responsibility now. You remember that, you know? You should just be allowed to just be like, when it's like, we're going to give you a 50 cent raise. I want to like live in a world where you can just be like, fuck you. <laughs> 50 cents an hour. You know, yeah. you just said cents to me. The word cents is what you're bringing up. I remember here. doing the math. I would do the math live on the spot. As soon as they would come and announce that type of shit, I would just do the math and be like, I don't know. It's, I'm not excited right now. So doing it for me. Yeah, they want to increase wages by 50 cents an hour annually and offer that 93% of the union members already rejected in a December vote. That's really cool. Unite Here is cool. They're like a, uh, I did a lot of, I did research on Unite Here as a union and I, I was pretty impressed with them. I mean, obvious, they're working with the people at such the bottom of the like chain that that's important. You know, because a lot of unions are like, we're, oh, we're the engineers union. <laughs> like, well, that's great, but <laughs> there's, 
there's a whole bunch of people that need to have a union. The second proposal, which the union is considering, would increase wages to $15 an hour by 2021 okay. in exchange uh, for scaling back overtime, holiday, holiday pay, and employment and scheduling protections agreed upon in past contracts with uh, Disney. I don't know about that. That seems like a pretty <laughs> crummy deal. They're going to take away your holiday pay, dude. I mean... You made the new Star Wars, right? You're yeah. Disney. You're the people that I work for, and you made a Star Wars fucking movie. You made Solo. You can pay me enough. You could pay. If you, you start to. We can start in 20, 2017. How much does that? Uh, somebody needs to do the math of like when we say there's thirty eight thousand employees. Do the math of how much it costs for to pay each of one of them fifteen dollars an hour for forty hours a week, and then also. Do the math of how much these movies made this year. <laughs> like how much money the movies yeah. made. Because I, I, I'll bet you it lines up pretty well. Because <laughs> they're going to... The, the other thing they're going to do... It's not just going to be that they're going to take away a bunch of their benefits and all that shit. They're also going to make sure that everybody knows that the prices just got raised. Yeah. Because they gave the employees a raise. That's been the, that's been the trend. Is that people have to complain and whine openly whenever... They're forced to give somebody like a living wage. They have to put a note on the bottom of the, the receipt. Yeah. <laughs> they have to add a surcharge. I bet you were complaining about the price of this avocado toast. Well, that's just because you think everybody around here should be able to afford groceries. Yeah, yeah. That, it's yet. Yeah, that is what they're saying. I mean, it's not a matter like that. Well, that, yeah, I mean, it, it's a. Uh, I don't know. That's just where we're at. I don't know how we're gonna move. I mean, we. we, we I, I hate these. I hate like, the raises and wages too that are always like we'll do it in like twenty twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time like you hear like a place did fifteen dollars an hour, you're like, fuck yeah, fifteen dollars an hour, and they're like by twenty twenty seven. You're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> Why does it take that long? Not close enough. <laughs> the money's gonna be so diluted at that point. Yeah, by 2021, we're going to be asking for $17 yeah, an hour. 20, We've already said that. In 2027, I'm going to need 20 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, 2027 is when we're going to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour, I think. I want to say this because the chat room is in here. We're not going to fight after the show. We're going to probably go home and go to bed. <laughs> I'm not really fighting with Brett right now. It happened. We yelled at each other. We do it all the time. Sure. Especially about that specific thing. Like me being, calling people Nazis and him not liking it. And, and we definitely don't pre-plan the show. So I wasn't trying to be, I wasn't trying to be an asshole about it. But like, I didn't know you were going to say that. So I had to say what I said. I'm not mad. I don't care. that Now I'm saying I'm not mad, and that turns into he's mad. I'm really not. I'm okay. I'm going to hang out probably for a few minutes and go home. But that's not because I'm mad, Super like mad. I said. <laughs> it's 1 in the morning. Uh, but, yeah, man, I just, you know, fifteen. I, I want $15 an hour, and I want it in 2019. Like, that is the thing. Like, when we make these deals. Next, like, ring in the new year, ring in the $15 an hour. I think that's, po I really think 15's becoming sense. more and more possible, but the only fucking Oof. thing is we have to make, like, the fucking shittiest thing about it is that we have to, first of all, we have to make it on the ballot, 
and then we have to fight these fucking campaigns. But I think it's increasingly possible sure. to get $15 an hour. You know, it, it's a fight. It's never going to be easy. It's like that DC tip thing, you know, where they want to raise the tipped employees, the people who make the tipped minimum wage, they want to raise them to the actual minimum wage. And that's a fucking knockdown, drag out fight. There's a lot of people that would benefit from it that would make that money that there's a lot of people that would benefit from it that don't quite understand like why they want this you know right, why they right. should want this or maybe aren't showing solidarity and maybe there are people that are going to lose money out of this deal i don't i don't know how many waiters are going to lose money out of this deal as we said before i think people are still going to tip yeah you know? <laughs> like, i don't think the tipping is going to go away no but uh um, we'll adjust accordingly but yeah, it's 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 hard to figure out how to like uh it, it's just these fights are the hardest fights to have. Marijuana seems fixed. It seems like if you can get marijuana on a ballot, it's very hard for it to lose. Well, I want to see what's coming up with Ohio. I mean, we're we're getting close to September, which is the time, right? That's going to yeah. come. Yeah. We've Actually, seen announcements of the dispensaries and all that, but it's not going to be here now because they didn't license people to grow it in an amount of time where it would be grown by the day. Sure. So they, they now we're going to be, they just, I think, gave two people temporary license. It's going to be like every other place. Like, they fucking will let two people grow weed. And then they will be like, uh, well, there's not enough weed. All the yeah. weed dispensaries are sold out. This is really hard. And it's like, you just. It's not really Let hard. people sell weed. <laughs> it's it's, it's fucking easy. Weed. Anybody can grow the weed. You just let people grow the weed and right. sell it. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, I wanted to talk about this, too, before we get out of here. The Domino's thing. Did you see the Domino's is fixing potholes? Right? Yeah, I did. I'm with Someone that. sent that to the page. <laughs> uh, somebody uh, sent a story that was shared. Uh, I think it's from a Texas person. That posted, uh, they one night were driving through a pothole every single night on the like every single time they went home they drove through the same pothole and they ended up fixing the pothole uh, themselves. They had asphalt literally in the back of their car, so they took the asphalt and dumped it into the hole and patched it all up and everything. And so later, when they were driving over the hole, they noticed that it looked different and they stopped. And the the patch was like a little more rounded on the edges, and then there was like some graffiti that said, "Oh yes, we did," and then it had the Domino's logo. So somebody actually fixed it, and then Domino's jumped on their finger. yeah. Domino Domino's like was like put the finishing touches. That's smooth. Let's go do they that ourselves. They it a little bit. <laughs> Let's go do that ourselves. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, they actually have like a big truck like one of them big dump truck boys that brings the asphalt out and it's paving for pizza and uh they're driving around like basically domino's is doing infrastructure repair yeah. and that's fucking weird <laughs> this to is me. similar to that what was it brazzers that started shoveling <laughs> with snow, snow in massachusetts right this like, is this all is, these are the corporations they're providing for us they this is why we worship them and, and give them all our money yeah, this is one of they'll fill our potholes. Yeah, this is one of those things though where like uh where like 
I think these companies got in together and just formed a conspiracy to be like, see, the marketplace will cover up when we cut all the tax. Like, Trump gave us all these tax cuts. Now we can fill potholes. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's another one of those things that's going to get us to vote for Republicans again for another million years for capitalists. Because it's like, look, all these potholes fucking suck, but Domino's is fixing it, and that's because of they, capitalism. Are they not bragging about it, though? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Oh, God, they are. They got a Domino's fucking dump truck, dude, that says okay. paving for pizza, and they're coming out, and now they're asking customers to vote on which town to repair potholes in next. Like, it's a whole thing. Thing with them like that is the world we live in that's kind of shitty i think yeah that's bad because you <laughs> like you want I, I want the potholes in my town to get filled i would love for columbus ohio to get sponsored for this but like you have to eat crappy shit pizza to do it it's just done by a pizza place it's like oh y'all can't take care of yourself i'll come in here the pizza company <laughs> come in here and fix the bottle it's just weird man it's just not like it's like we we've talked about it before but having sponsorship on everything you know yeah it's so gross no. it just sucks you know, yeah. Huntington Park, Camping World Stadium, uh, Nationwide Arena, yeah. Value City, Schottenstein's Arena. The uh, Chase River Overlook. Yeah, the fucking, yes, exactly. The I just, I hate it all. I hate that everything has to be an advertisement. I'm not yeah. saying that the government, like, subcontracted this for an advertisement or anything. I'm saying that, like, it's cheesy cheesy it's tacky it's gross it sucks yeah. it makes you feel again like you're living in the fucking worst trashiest dystopia that you could possibly live in the cheapest we live yeah. in the cheapest dystopia yeah it's like why couldn't we just do that ourselves why wouldn't why is this a cheeky snapchat campaign <laughs> to make sure we have fucking roads to drive on what is odot like they just don't want to hire people to no. do it the departments no of transportation yeah, there's nobody to be made fixing the potholes. <laughs> Especially since, like, I've well, always... Unless it's an ad campaign. Like, then you can make true. money. I've always contended that uh, they, they uh, because that they should pay more for the pothole. Like, that they should pay for your tires when they fuck up because it's their job to do the potholes. And I've actually heard that they don't do that. Someone said at OSU, the emergency room is named after Abercrombie's bitch. <laughs> 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 fucking awful reminder that those people exist when you're like in a dire position. Right? <laughs> you're like, you're in need of emergency and then you think about all those awful fucking alien people with their shirts off that stink of that horrible <laughs> cologne. You know, when you think about, like, uh, you were talking earlier about people getting, like, cheese and bread delivered to your house, and you start thinking, like, uh, Domino's and McDonald's is going to start delivering dinners to people's houses and right. shit. I'm miserable thinking about this world now. It's happening already. Uber Eats gets That's McDonald's to your house. We have to pay for it. I'm saying the government will just be like, oh, no, that would be nice. send it out. Yeah. yeah. No, nationalized McDonald's. That's the minimum you can have is McDonald's for dinner. Yeah. You got to work harder to get the rest. Yeah, yeah. The ba Somebody said that's the same thing the Taliban does, and it's also a Black Panther tactic. It's also an anarchist tactic. Like, I love the idea of fixing things if you know how to fucking do it. You sure. Know? We, we talked about a story about some steps that a guy stuck on the side of a hill because he wanted steps on the hill, and they were shitty steps. <laughs> it was like, well. And the well there were no steps. 
there were no steps, and then a guy put in some shitty steps, right? Well, I think they did a proposal for like fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> steps or something. This guy's like, I'd do it for two hundred. Yeah, he was like, I can go to Lowe's and put this together. But he put in these like shitty steps, and the government ripped them out. And I kind of was like, uh, I, I kind of was like, don't do that. Like, if you don't have the skills to make the steps, <laughs> we all gotta walk on those sure, steps. Sure. That's Leave it to the step master. <laughs> Leave it to the step people. Maybe it was going to cost too much as a government project. Yeah. But maybe, who, yeah, of course it would. But who knows? Maybe con maybe some nice concrete. Maybe you could, like that guy could have also gone around and got like sponsors to do sure, something sure, or sure, figured sure. some other way yeah, out. You're right. That's like me building the steps, you know? Right. That's like me like fixing the sidewalk. No, you don't want Brian to be a community thing. <laughs> you should go out there and say like, I'm ready to fix the sidewalk. Who wants to pitch in on this? Yeah. But if you know how to fix the sidewalk and make it look like the sidewalk's like normal, mm -hmm. fuck it. Do it. I love that. I love that idea. They do this thing in my neighborhood where if your sidewalk's cracked, they roll around and they fucking put an X on it. You gotta pay $500 to get the sidewalk fixed. Oh, that doesn't seem worth it. You have to do it, because they tell you you have to, if they put an oh, X on oh, it and it's got oh, a crack oh. in it, then you are responsible for getting that piece of the sidewalk That's fixed. not your sidewalk or, out there. That's not what they say. If it's in front of your house, like that sidewalk, that's like no, the landlord has to do it for me. There. I'm not a rent. I'm a renter. I would never put a sidewalk there. <laughs> I would have never put that sidewalk there if you told me you could have charged me five hundred dollars for a break-in. <laughs> Take this sidewalk out right now. Yeah, rip it out. I want this to be dirt. It's a liability. All right. People can walk on dirt, right? I'm fine with it. I, I mean, I do. I prefer sidewalks. I'm going to tell you the truth. I prefer sidewalks, but uh, people can walk on dirt. That is for sure. All right, man. We did it. Well, we did the show. Thanks for listening to Street Fighter Radio. We do the show two times a week, every single week. We also have a bonus show that happens on Patreon.com. So if it's not enough, head over to Patreon.com slash Street Fight Radio, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. For $1 a month, you get access to the bonus shows, including the bonus banter. I put the audio file out last week of the stuff we recorded before we went live. I'm going to do the same this week. So if you want to hear that, consider giving your money to us on Patreon. That's what keeps us going. So that way we can make more than $15 an hour doing this goddamn show. Uh... We will continue offering uh, more content, video. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm reading like, the chat. The chat is like running through, and I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ. I'm getting caught up in your. your <laughs> I'm going to put on a blinder real quick. I love but it. Yeah. Right. So, um, we uh, have changed things because we offered Kratom and CBD for a while on the Patreon and that didn't work out because Patreon said no you can't sell that stuff on Patreon so if you want to support the show besides getting on the bonus feed and paying for the zine we also sell Kratom and CBD so no more bullshit like waiting whenever we send Kratom and CBD to your house if you want it we got it on demand we got white yellow red green all the colors of kratom we got cbd competitive prices we have we got it for cheap we have the best i mean it is really can i say can i i'm can not I, i'm not doing this to rip people off is what i'm saying no we're not it's not snake oil folks brett though i want to say this to brett before we go off the air 
because he'll forget. We're playing the bootlicker guy tonight, right? Yes. At the end of the show, we're playing the bootlicker guy. Yes. The... And yes, the Patreon Nazis told us we're not allowed to sell consumables, consumables. anymore. No consumables. We, I, like, people I think think that that was, like, a thing that crept up on us. We both had panic attacks for a year about when they take our Patreon away for selling consumables. Yeah, I was very concerned <laughs> that if they found out we were sending Kratom to you, that they would just take it all away. Yeah. And they sent an email, and it was very cool, so we can't do that anymore. We have made changes, so if you're paying $8 a month to have the zine sent to your house, you get a $5 credit. That's enough to get 25 grams of Kratom. It's the same goddamn thing, so... We still got it. We still got it. Yeah. And it's like 30, I mean, 35 bucks for a gram of CBD is cheap. Cheaper than Groupon. Groupon had it for $39.99. And I was like, these fools ain't even about that life. They're not trying to spread that shit. They got CBD for $39.99? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. And a gram of isolate for $39.99. Well, nobody's about, but most of the people in that business, no, we can't sell cookies either. Uh, most of the people in that business, though, aren't doing competitive pricing i mean we're very rare in we're that. bad at making money yeah i mean i think I we're making, making a little on, bit though we and are making money trust this isn't like we're not losing any money but i do sometimes think that like if we charge ten dollars more how much a lot of money we could have even more than like you could even do the like i don't more that you could, I mean, because like I see stuff that we sell for like $35 for $70. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, what the, how the fuck are you selling it for that much? But, you know, people Certain buy it. people will. People are marks. People are rubes. I gotta, we, I gotta pee. That's why I'm standing up. We have a good hookup too with our CBD. It's all, you know, the good shit. And so uh, if you're interested in it, find it at store.streetfireradio.com. And we will continue to do the show, and we won't fight anymore unless something makes me want to fight. Then I fucking will, because that's who I am. So I won't apologize for that. We're Street Fighter Radio. Gestapo. Peace. Brian says they are the Gestapo. For all of you that believe. Peace. Hey, you got your problems and you got your fears, but you should probably keep them to yourself, my dear. You were born lucky, that's something you should probably hear You see the moon's gonna shine, the road's gonna wind You're gonna get to where you're going in a matter of time Then you'll be sitting high in that easy chair But I'm gonna die down here Well I'm gonna die down here when the sun hangs low whether I'm burning up fast or I'm going down slow You'll be sitting high in that easy chair But I'm gonna die down here So you swear nobody never helped you out Never slipped you a nickel, never pulled your plow But you must be joking, oh honey, just look at you now Sitting high in that easy 
Chair, but I'm gonna die down here. 